0: Hello, and welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hosts Dawn and Ashley. As always, we do this live because of the quarantine, if you're listening to it in the future. Hopefully, you still have a future. And Ashley is calling in right now, so let's connect.
1: Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good. Good, you know, yeah. just hanging in. <laughs> pretty much. That's awesome. Yeah. How was your
0: vacation?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, it was nice because my family owns um, a private, like, camping property about three and a half hours away from here. So, we were literally, like, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it's, like, perfect for quarantining because, like, we literally are in the middle of nowhere. It was really nice because it was in the 70s and beautiful and Stargazing and lots of fun. I had no cell service, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's okay to just unplug, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk about this novel today. When did you finish? <laughs> I finished this afternoon. <laughs> okay. I literally had like three more chapters and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh Yeah,
0: let's get into this doozy of a book. All right, today we'll be talking about The Betrothed by Kiera Cass. As always, we will start with the spoiler-free edition and then we will go to the spoiler edition and we will uh, put in the show notes when that starts, just in case you have not read it yet. And all right, let's start with our rating, unless there's something else you want to add before we jump in.
1: Um... Do you want to give it a, a,
0: a, oh. a synopsis
1: before we do our reading?
0: Yeah, Wait, I can yeah. put it up on my Goodreads. I thought I had it on my Goodreads,
1: but I guess not. I am, like, trying to look it up right now as we speak because I was like, oops, I didn't have it pulled up. And I thought I did.
0: I always forget about this part. Uh, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I hate do synopsis, so I'm just like, uh. I, okay.
1: I can read it if you want. Okay.
0: Yeah. If you got it up, you can go ahead.
1: Yeah, okay, so uh, we are reading – well, not reading. Oh, my gosh, we did read. (laughs) We're critiquing the betrothed by uh, Kira Cass. Um, So when King Jameson declares his love for Lady Hollis Bright, Hollis is shocked and thrilled. After all, she's grown up at the Kiriskin Castle, vying for the king's attention alongside other daughters of the nobility. Capturing his heart is a dream come true, but Hollis soon realizes that falling in love with the king – being crowned queen may not be the happily ever after she thought it would be. And when she meets a commoner with a mysterious power to see right into her heart, she finds that the future she really wants is one that she never thought to imagine.
0: <clears throat> oh, <my> <laughs> I have not heard that until you just read it. Mm-hmm. A mysterious. um, He has a mysterious what now?
1: A mysterious gift of what? A mysterious power to see right into oh, our heart.
0: gross.
1: Yeah, so... It, literally. <sighs> Do you know what's, like, really, really sad? Is that I was, like, looking over, like, a bunch of, like, the hype about this book. And it was supposed to be, like, a steamy YA romance. And Cass, unfortunately, has failed us all <laughs> in that department. They, like... The two main characters kiss maybe, like, five times total. Like, and it's not very eventful. So I would not make this a steamy YA.
0: That's what it's described as, a steamy?
1: Yeah. So, like, when they when they were promoting it, it was supposed to be this new, like, steamy YA romance novel. And so, like, a bunch of people pre-ordered it because also there's a gorgeous cover of a girl who looks like Belle from Disney princesses. Okay? Like... I'm a sucker for girls in beautiful dresses. And I was like, all right, let's do this because I really enjoyed her selection series, which I know you also enjoyed the first the first two. book and maybe the second book, right? Yeah, the first um, two. Yeah. So the first two were like excellent. And then the third was okay. Like it wasn't terrible. But then the the one after that, the crown and the air, um, you know, where it goes on for from America's Dow or whatever, like you know, I still read it because the second book was okay. But then she had her Siren novel, which was okay. And this is just, I, I would love well, to hear your thoughts Yeah, let's on just, your rating. How'd you read it?
0: Oh, oh, girlfriend. <laughs> this, and I'm not exaggerating. This is the worst YA book I've ever read in my life. Like I... <laughs> am not I have read a lot of Y a as a librarian. It's my job to read Y a, and this was horrible <laughs> Horrible. Oh, mm-hmm. This will make my number one as the worst book of the year. This is there's nothing that's topping this. No. <laughs> what about not even you? the Bone
1: Crier's Moon? <laughs> oh, the Bone
0: Crier's Moon was freaking Shakespeare compared to this. <laughs>
1: Yes. So I have to agree with you. I um, I'm at like a one and I can't even put anything below a one on here. And I really wanted to give it a 1.5 because of the how things ended in the book because it showed somewhat of a maybe she was just setting up all this crap for a better novel in the next book.
0: Well, you're giving her a lot of
1: credit. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to be nice. Like, and this is me being nice. And if you know that I'm giving something a one, that means Dawn has given it like a negative 700. Pretty much. Of a star. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that we at least agree on some things here.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Were you worried? Were you worried for my rating?
0: Oh, no. I knew you weren't going to like this trash. Are you kidding me? There's no Mm -hmm. way.
1: I'm no. just I'm just questioning because, you know <laughs> one other book we read, you're like, Oh my gosh, now you're gonna love it <laughs> and I hated it.
0: <laughs> that was oh. when my where I was like, Okay, maybe I don't know Ashley's reading taste as much as I thought I did. So Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: No, OK. what just happened.
0: So, so let's I have, go ahead.
1: Oh no, sorry. Yeah. So I I have a lot of um, things to say. But a lot of them are definitely spoilers. So my likes and dislikes are going to be very muted, if you will. Okay. Things.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I was like taking my notes. I was like, wow, how are we going to do this without spoilers? So I'm really going to try here to mm-hmm. do this without spoilers. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'll start with my main dislike. Okay. Um, so I'm basically offended. I feel like Kiara Cass and her editors or publishers did not care one bit about the reader's time or their money. They just wanted to sell books. She's got a, a Netflix deal now. And they're just like, I'm just going to use her name to sell books. She's like, I'm going to use my name to sell books. There is no story development, no world development, no character development. The romance is bad. There's nothing here. It is This is written like a debut Wattpad author. Like, I run a short story contest for my teens every year, and my teens write better than this. And I am not exaggerating. There is nothing here. I feel, I feel like I was my time was really really wasted, and it was like on purpose. It was just like, ah, let's just mm-hmm. throw them some shit. They'll read it, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm offended. I'm offended by how bad this book is.
1: Yeah, honestly, if I would have read it versus listening to it, I probably would have chucked it out the window and called. It oh it. yeah.
0: I had it on, like, three, uh, three
1: speed. It was so, so bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, my first main dislike is the lack of plot. There is, you're, you're thrown into this world where, you know, Hollis is a daughter of the nobility, right? Like, she's living a very comfortable life. She's super spoiled and annoying. No character development whatsoever.
0: Oh, she's and funny. Like, she's funny and giggly. No, she
1: is not oh my goodness and they kept seeing that in the book too oh like the only one who can make him laugh I'm sorry I think you're dumb as a doornail like I don't want to listen to you and your problems she, she just oh my goodness so like there's just there's a lack of plot there's a lack of character development the world I could follow because it was very uh simple is the best way for me to put it so like mm-hmm. I did like it it was okay. then not have a map of that. That's okay. But the lack of the plot I li- like halfway through I'm like, where is this book going? I don't understand. We've literally just been walking through the palace. and that's our life right now. Okay. Yeah,
0: she, she's yeah.
1: she's dumb.
0: She's very dumb.
1: dumb. Oh she's my very gosh, dumb. dumb. Oh And the person who, narrated oh good lord uh, she sounded like the most whiniest 11 year old i've ever heard in my life telling a story
0: yeah the girl on the cover is way more mature than the girl in this book I
1: know. <laughs> um, oh my goodness um i think another thing that i did not like was the love triangle trope okay okay Sometimes
0: before you it's done well right before you go on i oh, yeah, go i kind of want to talk about hollis as well um, okay, yeah. she, was, she was she was number two on my, on my hate of this book list. Oh, actually number oh. two, no, no plot. That was the second thing, no plot. Okay, okay. She's number three. So she's a total Mary Sue. <laughs> um, She's a weekly written character. Like you said, she just made the king laugh. That's all she had to offer. And Kara Cass was trying to set her up as this complete dumbass, which she succeeded. But she didn't really do it well enough because okay so what she was trying to do was make King Jameson a horrible person so that she would have to run to Silas who treated her so much better which Mm -hmm. that wasn't really that didn't really happen it was like he Jameson made he complimented her a lot and then he may have made a couple of like off-color comments about her intelligence they weren't horrible but you know and then no, on the drop understand. of a dime he switches to another guy, which mm-hmm. makes her fickle. Nobody likes a fickle person. Mm-mm. I mean, immediate fickle too, immediate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, oh, another thing that I love that Kiera Cash tried to do. She tried to make Hollis a strategic genius. And I'm like, uh-huh. are you kidding me with this right now? <laughs> it was. I'll, spoil, I'll talk about that more in the spoiler session, but. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and oh, my God. So when she <laughs> was one of the worst characters ever read. So when she is um, when the king is receiving this new strange family from this other town coming in, she's sitting next to him on the throne. She's not even queen yet. And she's sitting next to him. And he's allowed her to be in on this, which he doesn't have to, which personally, I think, is giving her a lot of like room to, you know, be queenly and to have her opinion worth something. And this poor family comes in and all she does is talk about how bad their fashion is. I was like, are you, what a bitch? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, their clothes, their sleeves. I was like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I have one more complaint about this girl, what she did that drove me insane. And this is, this is Kiera Cass's idea of growth. So she's already met Quentin, King Quentin. He's the rival king, and he's a tyrant. This has been established by many people. I want to apologize for my neighbors. Their music is really loud. So if you hear the music, it's my neighbors. So can. they sound like
1: they're having a
0: great time. Oh, all the time, <laughs> all the time. So she's, <laughs> she's having this conversation with this awful king, awful tyrant king's wife, Valentina, I believe her name is. Mm-hmm. And then Valentina is telling her story. She's info dumping her whole story. And at one point, Valentina was like, "I was from a different country. I didn't know he was so bad." But all these other women were like, "were basically trying to get betrothed. Their family was trying to get them to marry the king." And they were like, "Ew, no, I don't want to marry him." And Hollis's response was, "Why wouldn't they want to marry King Quentin? He's a king." Are mm-hmm. you fucking kidding me? He just said he's a tyrant. That's mm-hmm. why they don't want to marry him. And so this is Kiara Cass's moment of growth for Hollis to be to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't want to marry a king because he's a king. I should want to marry a person who treats me well. Because at the end, that's what kind of happens. Well, it's not a spoiler because it's in the it's in the book description, but that's her only moment of growth. And it was so forced. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I
1: hated no, how uh, uh, <laughs> I, I literally could not stand that it was told through her point of view. Like it drove me bonkers because she just is your average spoiled rich girl that is very limited on her knowledge as to how the world is actually operating everything's hidden from her she's just supposed to do this one goal which is to you know buy for the king's heart right like and I get it like that is some people's goals in life but she doesn't have a head on her shoulders and like Cass tries like you said to make her into this um she's very like intricately putting puzzles together in her brain. So therefore she's smart because she's piecing things together and she's just randomly coming up with things off the cuff. No, those random things that come off the cuff are her actually having a moment of brain usage. Like it's very, very simple. Like I don't, I don't understand why Hollis is supposed to be this beloved character that the King is totally into, but at the same time, if you are, um, trying to find a queen to basically have little children with, um, and you don't really want there to be a whole love thing, then you find the dumbest one that you can. <laughs> so you think he purposely chose her because she's stupid? I really do. I really do. Because <laughs> well, there's another is. part. I know. Oh, there. Okay. There's another part that I we can talk about in the spoiler that like really sealed that deal for me. Um. But just, I don't know, Hollis alone in the fact that like, you know, when she's given the opportunity to learn all this information, she just somehow just soaks it all up really good. As someone who literally is just known to go to parties and just sit and be quiet. I don't understand.
0: Well, well, she was kind of a little self-deprecating too. She was just like, oh my God, can you speak slower or something Mm -hmm. because I'm stupid or something? She said Mm -hmm. something and we're supposed to be like, oh, Hollis, no, you're not.
1: Mm-hmm. You're amazing. Okay. No, she was dumb. I hated her. I did. Um, do you have anything more that you want to say on her? Um. Well, then I want to talk about mine.
0: My- yeah. No, I mean, a lot of the stuff was like just her being incredibly dumb about where she lives and the time period that it is. It's the. 16th century mm-hmm. and she's shocked that they're talking about her having a child and her her child bearingness like that's your that's your job you're the queen you're supposed to produce an heir that's that's your only job like, i don't understand why she was so confused about that and angry about that but mm-hmm. oh my god my neighbors i can't i, can- <laughs> that. I cannot i'm
1: sorry I'm
0: so sorry people sorry
1: it's okay we have like some background music this is really really good <laughs> oh god but that's all i had to say about her okay yeah i'm very uh very much still on the same page as you there <laughs> um so my next dislike was like i was saying before the love triangle trope it, it was not done well um i i do like a good love triangle but I need to feel for the characters, right? Like I need to have an emotional connection to them and be like pining for like so-and-so to be together or wanting so-and-so to bring out the best in this other person and whatnot. Like a love triangle can be done well, but this whole circle that was just, it was just stupid. Like I didn't care about the characters. I didn't care that they didn't, Get together. I didn't care that other things happened. Like like I didn't, I I didn't care because I, yeah, I just there was no development in those characters whatsoever to make me care about the love triangle. Yeah,
0: I have nothing to add until the spoiler edition, so Mm -hmm. we'll. I'll just let that go.
1: Yeah, you just be like, all right.
0: (laughs) I have (laughs) lots to say about that, but it's all spoilers, Mm so
1: I can't. That that's my vague interpretation
0: of that. All right, can we talk about Delia Rose? What and in Delia Grace. Delia Grace?
1: Delia Grace. What oh.
0: in the hell, was that? <laughs> I am just in disbelief over here.
1: I really liked her as a character. <laughs> you know what?
0: She had potential. She, she had really potential. did. Because honestly, that was one of the most interesting characters I have read in a really long time, but she didn't do anything with her. She just made her out to be a total a- biot. Be-
1: I- oh no, I think she's gonna do something with her in the next book, which is why, like, I feel like she's just one of those secondary characters that she should have had more light on the page. And because she, she was very interesting to read about. Like, I wanted to know what her agenda was why she was the way that she was. She was the only character that we had some growth on. You think she grew? Not a lot. I said some. Hence, some growth. Oh, my God. I, I, only, I only because of certain things that I will explain this portion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I know what her motive is. I know mm-hmm. where she's coming from. And I know, it, so... It's all info-dumped, too. Like, it's not, not info-dumped. It's it's a lot of tell and no-show. Like, Delia Rose's... Mm-hmm. Delia Grace, sorry. Her whole background is all tell and no-show, which is unfortunate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kira Cass had plenty of opportunity to do something with that, and she didn't. And then I think my problem with her was Hollis's reaction to it. And I think it's just because Hollis is a dumbass, mm-hmm. and she was not taking Delia Grace serious she, she was serious the girl was not playing and she was just like oh delia whatever you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i would not have reacted that way if my best friend said that to me i would be like mm-hmm. oh it's it's like that okay mm-hmm. but no that's, she's just like, that's how you do me you know <laughs> wow just wow we'll save the deal yeah. oh god delia grace mm-hmm where did you get rose from because i just read i just finished a book where like this rose was like the whole thing of the book and so i can get that one out of my head sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay um yeah i had um and it there were lots of issues with taley grace There were lots of issues with Hollis. We'll really get into her, too. You know, and there were lots of issues with Silas, like, um, that I had. And I just, I don't, I don't trust some things that happened in the book. No. Um, I don't trust King Quentin. um,
0: Well, no, he's
1: a His agenda, agenda, you know. Um,
0: What'd you think about the cousin? Well, we can't oh. look at spoilers. We'll talk about that. There's a yeah. cousin that was also kind of interesting too. But once again, he's just a setup for book two.
1: He is a setup for book two, but I actually liked him because um, yeah. of other things. Yeah, He was on my like list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another thing for me, I mean, it just, and we've talked about this briefly, but the insta-love trope yet again, you know, there's just, it's just not done well. It's not no. done well, and that
0: that's all I'm gonna say because it will give away spoilers. So, there you yeah, know. that pacing was horrible, bananas, horrible, especially the, <laughs> the last like we listened to it. So, I'm not quite sure how many pages it was, but probably the last 25%, I was like, Oh, oh my god, mm-hmm. what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. That's why I say this was written by like an eighth grader. Like, mm-hmm. what is that pacing? Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, oh
1: my God, so bad. So bad. Oh Oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I I couldn't even, I was like, oh my Lord. Like I had it on the background most of the time, just like doing housework because I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. So maybe if I just drown out this voice doing something else, it'll be fine.
0: You didn't really have to like, you you didn't have to use a lot of brain matter mm-hmm. to like no, get into the book don't need there's any nothing, sort of
1: anything.
0: Yeah. There's nothing critical or challenging here at all. Nothing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, here's what I'll say about Kira Cass. So, like you said, I did read book one and two of the selection, and I could tell after no, I read all three. And I could tell after book three that Kiara Cass cannot write politics or court intrigue or revolution or anything like that. And she should not try. She should stay in her lane, which is girls in pretty dresses and their trophy court drama. That's all she should she should focus on because, and I could tell by in book three of the selection that she didn't even bother to develop what she had set up in book two. So Mm -hmm. when I found out there was going to be some sort of politics in this, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, this isn't going to end well. And I was right.
1: Yeah. I mean, she just, unfortunately, like, I don't, I don't really know what happened, like, because her first two books were absolutely amazing. And by the time she starts getting to the other ones, I just feel like she was just popping them out just to pop them out, you know, because now she's a well-known author. Her name's out there she can put her name on a cover and people are going to buy the book. Like yeah, there were a lot of people that pre-ordered this book and were super excited. And I have gotten nothing but terrible reviews on, on this. Like people are like, well that was a waste of my time or I can't believe I just pre-ordered something because I don't even want to have this on my shelf. Oh it's, yeah, it, it's bad. It's like bad. you should not order this for the library type of bad. I didn't
0: I mean I'm don't do it. Well, I already bought don't it as the, it. the ebook but i am oh, not okay like
1: don't books like this
0: book. yeah books like this I have to buy because they're popular um mm-hmm. I have to like I, it, it's my job I have to have the popular books on the show I do <laughs> but but I don't promote it when a teen mm-hmm. comes to me and say hey do you have a good fantasy I will not be recommending this so mm-hmm. that's how I get around that little thing right there but- <laughs> um One thing I noticed about this book is like the Goodreads review is steadily dropping. And Mm -hmm. like last week around this time, it was at like a 3.17. It is now down to a Mm 3.11. And I have never seen a rating that low unless there's some kind of like cancel culture surrounding it. And there's no cancel Mm -hmm. culture here. It's just a bad book. That is, these people are accurate. They're not being harsh or overly critical the people that are given this book are one me and ashley are accurate it's yeah. bad to quote yeah. this girl on goodreads her name is claire it's bad folks it's bad it's bad
1: it's bad it's bad though. oh it's so
0: bad it's so good oh i just i all right do you have any <sighs> is there is that all your dislikes that we can talk about spoiler free
1: Um, yes, that is all of my dislikes. I can talk about spoiler free.
0: Did you have any likes?
1: Um, I liked Valentina's character. Um, A lot of people
0: liked her. I didn't find her too, her story was interesting, but mm -hmm. overall I felt like she, because when she first met Hollis, she was just like, ew, get out of my face. And then she was like, Oh my God, do you like food? And she was like, Oh my God, I do. Let's be best friends. I was like, Mm. okay. Um, mm-hmm. she was just a little bit too chummy too quickly and she divulged all her information a little too quickly. But mm. no.
1: go ahead yeah, and I, but no, but I, I I think it was supposed to happen because uh but also at the same time it could very well have been like yes, just lost when she was supposed to announce things in this book. Because <laughs> you know, the slow pacing plot that wasn't even there and then all of a sudden she just info dumps the whole rest of the book like on the end (laughs) like Mm -hmm. uh, 25 pages you're like oh 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 okay things just got interesting um Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. no but I really liked Valentina because I feel like um and when I say really liked I mean like I would maybe go and get coffee with her maybe type of a thing (laughs) she just had a very interesting backstory that I felt for her. I felt for her pain. I felt for the lack of happiness that she was experiencing. Um, and, you know, the whole civility of like court and everything like that. Like I, I felt for her. Um, but yet again, secondary character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't like any of the main characters at all. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing I liked about this book is I liked her name, Hollis. That was a pretty name. I did too. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It's- um, The only other thing I, <laughs> I don't know if I could call it liked, but I guess I appreciate it was that normally in books like this, we have to sit through the rose ceremonies and the courtship mm-hmm. and but Kira Cass decided to just, just jump us into the final four and then like even skip past all of that and just choose Hollis pretty quickly. So that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Like maybe it was a bad thing because she missed her opportunity to develop anything, but it could be a good thing because then we've already read that stuff. And if she doesn't have anything new to add to that, then why subject the reader to it? I don't know, but that's all I got as far as likes.
1: Yep, that's all I can say without giving anything away, to be honest. And my very like list is highly small.
0: (laughs) Um, I will say that I hope that Kiera Cass is like reading these reviews and like doing some deep reflection and maybe take a creative writing class because there is no excuse for this bad of a book. And we are people, we are not exaggerating. If you want to read the book because you're curious, I implore you to do so because this book is so, this is like a day. Be- I, I said that already. It's so bad. I, I'm i shocked mm-hmm. at how bad this was. I'm shocked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I can't 100%. believe. 100%. I can't believe how bad this book is.
1: Yeah, it's terrible.
0: Oh, God.
1: It's terrible.
0: All right. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> All right, well, oh. that was the spoiler-free edition of The Betrothed by Kiera Cass. Um, we will be going to our spoiler edition, so if you want to hop off now, you can do so. Next week, Ashley and I will be reviewing The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Is that what it's called? hmm
1: yeah.
0: yeah. That is a new book by Suzanne Collins. She is also someone who cannot get out of her own world, so yeah, we'll see about that. I had no plans of reading this book. Actually,
1: yeah, I didn't originally either, but we're also like trying to find things that are coming out in May to read. So yeah, yeah, a lot there's of not things much. are coming out in more like June, July versus May. Yeah, so.
0: yeah, I don't know what to expect from this. I mean, I love the Hunger Games. Um, I I liked President Snow, so you mm-hmm. know, this would be. I don't think we got much of a backstory from him.
1: No, and this is like 18-year-old
0: yeah. Snow. Yeah.
1: So this will be a, interesting because Don likes a good villain. Yes, so. I do. You do like a and good I, villain, so I'm curious I like to see it, how this uh, Yeah. I
0: like a good origin story. I want to know mm-hmm. what happened to him to make him be the person he was. And so in that regard, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm hoping, this woman hasn't written a book in years. And I'm hoping that that this is good. Worth her yeah time. but the time off didn't make her like complacent or like lose her edge or anything like oh please mm-hmm. please don't let this be bad please mm-hmm. all right well thank you for joining us for the spoiler <laughs> edition of the betrothed and we are starting the spoiler edition in five, four, three, two.
1: here we go all right what do you want to start with
0: first on our We're spoiler yeah <laughs> You know, okay. I don't. Okay. Kind of massacred her pretty. No, I mean we could probably get into Silas and the. You want to get into the the romance bit since that's a huge part of her.
1: I think so, and I only say that because that was the only time that we saw her actually have a human conversation of some sort. Which part? I say that very lightly, meaning like her. Okay the the love triangle. I'm sorry. Do we want to start with love triangle or do we want to do yeah. insta love? <laughs> um, we can do insta love. Okay. So the whole insta love trope, like I hated the fact that like Silas and Hollis literally had six conversations before all of a sudden they're getting married and she's it, running away with him.
0: Like is it, or is it more like three? <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, is I it, know. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, so It's just – it's so bad because I was watching someone else's, like, uh, review on this book, and she goes, do we even know his middle name? Do you know his favorite color? And you're just – you're running away with him. And I'm like, that's exactly how I felt. Like, we knew nothing about Silas, nothing about his family. The whole reason of them, like, you know, leaving their country and, like, fleeing or whatever – to come stay in king jameson's country is still a mystery right like the the whole complexity of it and hollis literally just starts spilling her beans to this guy and she's like oh i probably shouldn't uh yeah did you like that i probably shouldn't i could i probably shouldn't be uh telling him all of these things and i'm thinking to myself do you not know when to open your mouth at court Weren't you raised at at court? Like your parents live in the palace. So do you because you're a high nobility family uh, and also fighting for the king's attention. And you are only impressed with the king because it's what you've been told to do. You've been told to love him, that he's a good guy. Blah blah blah. He showers you with gifts and calls you his son and all these other wonderful things. Gag me, but yeah. then she sees Silas and all of a sudden it's like, ooh, I feel I feel a thread pulling. That I think that was the analogy she yeah. used. I feel a thread pulling me towards him. A what? I girl. <laughs> yeah, you know how like no when you. You talk about like Schwab's writing versus like other people's writing. Mm-hmm. Like do, you, do you not know how to write a book at all? Like I feel like I'm talking to a preteen that doesn't know how to use words to vocalize how they're feeling. It's a very general, generalized like wording the whole entire book. Well,
0: Kira mm. tried to this is what she tried to do, and it just didn't work. So mm. at the beginning, Jameson is giving her jewels and she's he's like letting her like first of all, let's okay. bring him back to his family where he they just like show up from this rival country and he lets her decide if they could stay. You don't know these people? Like, mm-hmm. are you gonna vet them or anything? You're just gonna let some random woman say that they could stay in your country that was a big red, red flag right there but what what i think Kara cast was trying to do was have jameson like shower her with everything and then a couple times he made a couple of comments like he said something about like oh your look on life is so simple he said something like that and he was just like oh this doesn't and, and you don't need to know about this this political stuff go go giggle in the corner and and mm-hmm. because Silas called her, what did he say? So she said that Jameson said she was the son, but Silas said she was his son. Mm -hmm. So therefore Silas is better. So she Mm -hmm. tried to make Jameson out to be this horrible person and Silas to be this attentive, warm, wonderful person. So therefore I'm going to go off with him. But it was, like you said, it was too quick. There was no development there. They had like, both of them had like three conversations with her for her to even decide that Jamison mm-hmm. or that Silas is better than Jamison. So she just didn't write it well.
1: Mm-mm. And see, and that's my, my issue too about like, you know, making Jamison out to be a bad guy. Like he's not the bad guy. Like he didn't do anything that he shouldn't have done. Like he, he wanted her to be his queen. Therefore he's like trying to tell her, but not tell her because it can spoil everything that she's going to be queen. And it's like, are you dumb? You don't see that he is literally giving you everything to be his queen. And he kept saying, oh, you'll know soon enough. You'll know soon enough. And I'm like, all right, do you guys just not have adult conversations? Those just don't happen anymore. Okay, well, whatever. And I didn't didn't like the fact that, that Cass made him out to be a bad guy because he wasn't a bad guy. And even at the end of the book, he sends her, you know, her widow-like dowry almost, like compensation from it. And it's like, yeah, you know, he's not a bad guy. And then inviting her to live back at the palace, it's just, okay. You know, if you've hurt a guy's heart that bad and he still wants to be around you, he's not a bad person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what
0: that, I don't know why he would do that. That didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I, I guess she's trying to write against trope and make him not be the jealous other, but mm-hmm. that's still not a correct response to being left at the altar. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. that made no sense. It made no sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Okay. Um, what would you like to talk about next? <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see, I guess let's talk about Delia Grace, um, because there's a lot there that I don't understand what that was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. so, and this is what I was talking about in the, in the spoiler free, when, because Delia Grace was bullied because she was a bastard. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so her father says. We know that that ain't gonna be true. We know that's gonna come back anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're told that we're not shown it ever.
1: At least I didn't see it. Was
0: was there any bullying on the on the boat at the beginning of the book?
1: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, for mm-hmm. Dele Grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dele oh. Grace was literally bullied every single time she stepped out with um, Hollis. There were little, like, comments, like, from the other, like, ladies-in-waiting is, like, the best way for me to explain that. Those that have not been deemed, you know, like, uh, in the royal family. I don't even, not royal family, but they're just, they're highly wealthy people that are just a a part of it. And so, like, those women that, like, have come to court and they don't really, like, necessarily make the cut, they um, can get asked to be, like, a ladies in waiting type of a thing, which is what happened with Delia Grace. Delia Grace lost her, you know, her title and everything like that, because apparently she's a bastard born child. But I don't think that that's true. I think that that, that was just a cover up because her dad was fooling around with someone else and he shouldn't have been fooling around with someone else. And there you go. Mm-hmm. But she's there. She's still, in my opinion, like <laughs> she's still the heir for that family line. Yeah. Um, and okay. so, yeah.
0: So I, I must have missed the bullying on the page mm-hmm. i thought it was just told but that's still not the point the point is <laughs> is that one thing that i found kind of weird was i don't know if this is this isn't about delia grace let me go back to her um so she basically like in the middle of the book tells hollis that the only reason why she wanted hollis to go to court was that she could find a man because she did she also say that she was trying to catch the eye of the king as well mm-hmm Yeah, so she was trying to catch the Ice King or some other guy who happened to be walking by. Like, she was just trying to not be ridiculed anymore. And that's, I get that, you know. But you don't admit that to your best friend. You keep that to
1: yourself. That makes you a shitty friend. You know what I mean? Uh, The whole reason why I stayed with you is because actually... I was fighting for the king's attention and he basically wanted just you, but I was the one that pushed you towards him. If I wouldn't have pushed you towards him, he would have been looking at me. And I'm like, what type of a terrible friend are you? Like she just came out as this um, hidden agenda friend is how I saw her and that's not what is portrayed on the page before that. Like Delia Grace is like supposed to be her, confidant right the one person who gets here like basically she she turns the head type of a thing and daily grace is not stupid she always has like oh this is how we're going to attract the king's attention then you're going to do this and you're going to do that you're going to wear this like she's not dumb but she plays dumb and then she goes off and tells her exactly that she's been um wanting to sabotage you know hollis like if she doesn't get it like then okay then you can be my lady in waiting and i can be um the new queen
0: Yes. first of all it's so that, bad. that's dumb that's it's dumb. so
1: bad
0: and i'm not i'm talking about the whole she Okay, so, and this is what I was going to say about, I'm going to go off tangent a little bit. Nora, the girl that she was, that Hollis was competing with, she asked her to be part of her court. Um, I'm sorry, but Nora was in line to be, or not in line, but she was trying to be queen, which means she has status. Why in the hell would she agree to be somebody's maid? No, mm-hmm. she's going to put her ass right back in to play for the next Mm -hmm. guy, the next Lord, or whatever titles they had in this country that nobody really knows. Like, you don't go from being maybe chosen to be queen to the queen's freaking laundry girl. That's so Uh stupid. So why Uh would, now we have a a car horn. Uh We got all the sound effects here, folks. Why would you think that Hollis would be her lady in waiting when Hollis's family has status and she has she can be married to a lord? Like I, uh, so that right there is just bad research on Kara Cass's part.
1: Like, uh-huh.
0: come on, we've all read king and queen and princess books. We all know how this works. We've all seen Downton Abbey. We know how this works. We know how this works. <laughs> it's fine. So let's get back to Delia Grace. So, okay, so if this wasn't actually well written book. A, this would have not either been told in Hollis's POV, maybe it would have been told in third person, so that we could have seen Delia Grace's underhandedness. Mm-hmm. But if she wanted to keep it in Hollis's voice, well, then maybe when she was around the king, maybe we could have seen, you know, Delia flirting a little bit through Hollis's eyes or being a little underhanded. Like, you have to set that up. You can't just drop that bomb on us like that. And then once again, we have unrealistic conversations. So Delia Grace tells her all this, and House's reaction was just like, "Oh, oh. Well, let's go be friends."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, that is not how normal people behave when their best friend just said, "You suck," because I was trying to get my, I was trying to get that man that you took from me. Like, that is not how those conversations go.
1: I I know. I was very disappointed because I was like, "Oh, we're finally gonna get like." a little, uh, little nasty oh. here, but Let, let's see, you know, but like the gloves come off, all right, let's go. And she just kind of writes it off like, okay, well, you can be happy because I'm leaving with Silas. Okay.
0: okay, good day. But even before that, even when she was still like trying to get with the king and, cause that's when Dealey Grace dropped that bomb yeah. on her. She was just like, oh, well maybe we'll find you a man there. Well, I'll help you find a man there. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. That's that's a good answer but in the meantime can we address all the underhanded backstabbing things she basically thinks that you're a complete dumbass and she hates you and you're not, we're not going to address and we're going to trust her? We're just going to trust her?
1: I Yeah, I know. I I not and, really and I don't trust her. Like Delia no. Grace has a hidden agenda, right? And, yeah. and she always has. And then when Hollis leaves with with Silas Um, Talia Grace mails her a letter to tell her like, oh, I'm not that upset that you left because right now Jameson's giving me all of the attention and I'm okay with it. And, you know, let's, let's just let bygones speak bygones and you be happy and I'll be happy. And there you go. And Hollis doesn't respond to her negatively. She like literally wants to still go back and be like, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't burn that bridge with her because she is my oldest friend. Oh, okay.
0: No, no, no. his Hollis, response was, maybe she couldn't be honest in the letter. What? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Because she's she's being tortured? What do you mean by that? I don't, I don't know what she meant by that reaction. Once again, unrealistic reaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a whole a bunch of other things wrong with that. That whole, but I'll let you keep going.
1: I'll oh, no, that. it's okay. I got off my little sub box there. Oh,
0: okay. So, <laughs> okay. So in the beginning of the book, the King's cabinet isn't quite sure if Hollis is a good match. Rightly so, because, you know, you marry for alliances and she her family doesn't really have much land. You know, they, they her family can't offer him anything. So, of course, mm-hmm. his cabinet's going to be like, I don't know if we want to marry her, but he's like, whatever. So why in the hell would he want to court a bastard? She literally has nothing. She has nothing. At least with Hollis. He he bartered a kid with King Quentin to form an alliance for their country, but what?
1: Mm-hmm. Why
0: would he? Why would he? Why would he date a bastard? Why? Mm-hmm. I,
1: yep.
0: That makes no sense.
1: And that and that made me so mad too. Like on King Jameson's part with the whole like Hollis and him aren't even like married, right? And yet he is signing away her firstborn child to this horrible man to make an alliance like there was no talking about it no nothing and then he like goes to her after and it was like you know like those were some things that i had to do like i'm just summarizing here and she's like well next time can you tell me ahead of time <laughs> that was her response yeah.
0: it's like he just told her that he borrowed the car and didn't put exactly. gas back in it
1: can uh-huh. you tell me next time yeah exactly and i'm just like i don't I don't understand what's going on like what like i would have been livid libid, just like the woven in moonlight like book that we read okay yeah and where she goes in there and is like ah oh, no i don't think so and like lays into them and she just polish just lets it happen just lets it happen
0: well, I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back with Jameson. Mm-hmm. That's when she was like, "Well, he really doesn't care about me." Well, mm-hmm. freaking duh! He has to run a country, and he's gonna do it how he has seen his father do it, which is yes. sell off kids. That's how they sell do it. Why
1: are you shocked?
0: Mm-hmm. Why are you shocked? This is what's happening to Valentina. Why are you shocked?
1: Uh huh. After she hears Valentina's terrible story, like this woman literally is was like the only one that would marry the king because she needed to maintain status or whatever it is. And she is ridiculed left and right. She's only allowed to have one lady's maid. And it basically has to go through, you know, a fine security checkpoint to make sure that Valentina is not talking to anyone, having any communication, not being able to say anything. And like, she's supposed to like pump out airs and she is, you know miscarrying left and right because she's not in love with the man you know the man is horrible to her um no the woman ain't gonna grow a baby okay like it it, it's terrible 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 and like Hollis like starts to understand like a teeny tiny bit that maybe the world isn't as beautiful as she thinks it is just a teeny tiny bit and she like latches on to Valentina right because Valentina is the only one that has given her a different point of view that she's not used to receiving. She's used to receiving everything on a platter. It goes this way. We do this. Or someone gives her the answers to say, books to read, all this stuff. And Valentina's like, that's not what's happening. Be glad that your king lets you speak the way that he does. Be glad that you're able to to do what you do here. (sighs) I'm getting so mad. (laughs) And, so mad. and then she's hosting parties in the Queen's quarters, and she's not even the Queen yet. Do you know <laughs> that? She's I not know. even the freaking Queen. He told her to can... be quiet. And yeah, she just... Told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... mm. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And I'd... I... I want to just talk about... Um... You don't have anything else to say on Delia, Grace, and Hollis and Valentina and all of them.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Um, is Silas really, really gone?
0: Well, nobody, no daddy, so no, he's uh-huh. not.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought of you though when they're <laughs> describing in the book as what happened. So, like, I liked that cast kind of like killed everyone off at the end. Meaning, like, all who's left are um, Hollis, her mother-in-law, her sister-in-law, and the mother-in-law's cousin, right? Or nephew, or whatever he is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, everyone that you've grown, you haven't grown attached to, but I'm being very nice here. Mm -hmm. Everyone that you've met is now dead, (laughs) including her parents, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, that was a huge, like, oh, oh, oh. Things just got interesting. Maybe. Did it? no know. That's what I'm saying. It was more of like a, hmm, hmm. What do you mean? What do you mean these knights just came in and just killed everyone? And then all of a sudden, you know, her mother-in-law, her new mother-in-law, mind you, she's been married for hours, um, just spills the beans of like, oh, we've been running away from the king because my sons were the only ones that would be in line for next for the throne because he can't seem to produce an heir. So they're trying to kill us. Oh, um, that's vital information. Yeah, that
0: would have come up during the vetting process, Hello? when the family came to live in his country. Um, that would have been important information. Mm-hmm, but no, mm-hmm. we're not gonna bother to write any of that down because we, yep. we don't care about, about details.
1: Apparently not.
0: That whole ending, I mean, I guess you can give her credit for killing everybody off, but because it was written so poorly and so quickly, I, I'm i not going to give her credit for that. Mm-hmm. She's just living it up in her, you know, like the the party, the, the after party, what's it called? The reception. <laughs> the and, <after> <laughs> and then her and the mom go off to do something. I don't know. And and then here it all any it, it happens in the chapter. It's just like mm-hmm. here comes the horses and gunshots, or not not gunshots. I don't have guns. Screams and then mm-hmm. mom's like, "Oh dang, my whole family's dead!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what? And then that it. We've planned for this. What? <laughs> what? Oh. And she's like sitting on her right, like she's like manhandled her to the ground. Like you can't leave. And I'm like, what, what is going on? Like, and then you, it, it's revealed to you all of these things. And I just feel like that information should have been something that was like, okay, I've never written a book before, but I've read good books. Those hints should have been dropping throughout the book as to why this family has fled their king and kind and based not that kind of, but they've switched their allegiance to a different king. Okay? And, like, it's, a, it's a, that's a whole big ordeal. Why was it not talked about when they went to the throne room? Okay? To be asked to be a part of this country mm-hmm. and to swear their allegiance to him. Even just a little bit. And even, then all... But like, and they have had money. Had said something. Valentina yes. never said anything. No.
0: Oh, she like, by the way, Silas, ooh, he's alive line mm-hmm. for the crown, girl. No, mm-hmm. no, she...
1: No. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the only hint of something being maybe amiss, is when Hollis receives the letter from Valentina stating that Valentina has miscarried the child she was just carrying. And she tells Silas this, and Silas is like, like you know, his whole entire mask kind of shifts, like, oh, I need to tell my mom. And she's like, well, no, you can't tell your mom. Valentina trust me with this precious information. She's queen, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I need to tell her and it's like that was not described at all. In my brain, I was literally thinking like maybe Silas like had a thing with the queen or maybe his dad did or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't it didn't really make sense because she tried to drop this information and it it didn't click because there was no information to go off of at all. <laughs> and the whole like ring thing and like all of that, I'm just like what?
0: What? Yeah, she just she met this woman like once, and now that's her new mom. hmm
1: She's and like just she my family now. Completely. Yeah. Completely fickle. trust this mom. She's fickle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what made me really upset is because the Hollis's relationship with her parents that was something that could have grown and developed into something. Um, and where you would have felt heartbroken for how things ended up. And I didn't feel any of that those emotions that I was supposed to feel with that because Hollis is received as this bratty, spoiled, only child that was a daughter and should have been a son, and the parents are basically turning her head as to what she should do because they want to maintain their status at court, and you can't just run off like that, and yada, yada, yada. Well, guess what? Alice runs off, writes her parents a letter and says, I'm happy. You should be happy for me. And I know that what I did was wrong. Somehow she received some sort of revelation that, oh, maybe I shouldn't have just ran away in the middle of the night with a man I barely know. That made me so angry, Don. I was like, oh, that whole entire time she's narrating the letter that she wrote to her parents. I'm like, There is no way that somehow you are smart and you know that your actions come with consequence. There is no way because you have not lived this life that that way at all. And then she's telling her parents, oh, I hope you can make it to the wedding. And then all of a sudden we flip to the next chapter and, oh, the wedding's happening and the parents are just there sitting in the back row. Oh, you you missed a little bit. Because at one point she talks
0: to her parents and they're like, ew, he's gross. He's never going to be in our family. Get the hell out of my house. And then the next day they show up at her wedding and they're like, oh, I love you. Yay, congratulations.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was... You You know what I mean. That was before no. um, she sent them the letter saying, like, I really want you to come to my wedding.
0: But they, they've, been, they've hated her for 18 years
1: mm-hmm. and now they love her? Mm-hmm. And, then they and then they die.
0: And then they die.
1: And then they die. And I'm like... This, that was supposed to be a moment of where we felt for these characters, right? And you don't. I was not sad at all that people died, at well, all. Even
0: Hollis was like, oh, I got a new family now. Bye-bye, uh-huh. bye guys." So now when her family that she's, and I, I mean, understandably so, her parents hate her for 18 years, understandably mm-hmm. so. But then when she's like, oh, I found a new family and then her real family dies, I'm not gonna feel bad about that.
1: Mm-mm. Nope.
0: you don't like them why should i like them
1: mm-hmm. and that was something that i was very unimpressed by because at how it ended right when she's all of a sudden sitting in her beautiful estate that she's just now inherited she's wealthy beyond wealthy um and then just decides that she's gonna pack up a little bag with her simplest dresses and some money from King Jameson because he still be loving her, blah blah blah. But he's not still loving her. But you know what I mean. Okay. Um, and then she's chasing after the carriage. It's like, what is happening? Hollis is a spoiled girl, and then all of a sudden she's just okay with being simple.
0: Well, that's growth. I, <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes as I say that. You can't see. Uh,
1: I know. I wish I could see your eyes, because that would just make this, but. <laughs> Um, and that oh, I hated that so much. I hated it. I hated it because I'm like, there was no smooth transition into this type of growth. She's running after them because she literally has nothing else, and the only people that have shown her any bit of kindness are now fleeing the country yet again. Yeah, and I think she's totally gonna get with that cousin. Oh,
0: That's all I'm no. say. She's either, he's because she's fickle, so he's going to be like, hey girl, I like your dress. She's like, hey, let's get married. Or he is the dark one or whatever the hell, which I don't think he is (laughs) setting him up as a bad guy, but he's probably Uh a misunderstood bad guy. So he's Uh probably going to be a good guy and she's probably going to start dating him next.
1: Okay. And then can we talk about the fact that like there were some hints that Cass dropped that um, Hollis doesn't look. Like like a, like her uh, how do you say her origin of people did you catch that no yeah so they most definitely talked about that because when her and Valentina switch dresses there's much oh, comments no. on the fact that they could be sisters and only those from Koroa Co- where, where is it at Carola, is that what the place is called
0: girl I don't know
1: where Quentin is kick over, they have that look where they're like not as tan, they're more pale. Back she looked white on the cover. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying like, there was a hint there that it was like, so is she really through that bloodline? What? Maybe. I don't
0: know. Right, but you know what, and someone else kind of, said this on goodreads and i didn't catch it is that nobody is described in this book
1: Mm-mm, so no, we
0: don't no. even know what her parents look like do we for us to be like okay. oh well maybe her parents have the same coloring as valentina too okay. or maybe they don't because if they don't then maybe they're not her real you know maybe mm-hmm. she's not their real kid maybe she's the yeah. bastard oh no uh-huh, or maybe it's gonna uh-huh. do a bone crier and she's the son, <laughs> delia daughter.
1: <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's just, uh, the only people we get some sort of a description on is Hollis, Jameson, and Silas, and Silas' family. Yep, that's it. Okay. That's
0: so it. she doesn't really describe. They were like, she didn't even take the time to describe her characters or the castle or mm-hmm. anything. She didn't mm-hmm. even have bothered to
1: do that. Kira Cass. Yep. And it's like, you know, I just, I I can't, I can't. They're all flat. They're all flat characters. (laughs) Yeah. I just,
0: there's, 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 there's there's nothing here, guys. There's nothing.
1: Unfortunately, I think Cass is going to have to be one of, as you would state, a shelved author. I'm going to have to put her away.
0: Her Jersey's been retired. Mm -hmm. I didn't
1: know you read all her books like that. I did because I really enjoyed them. Like they were more like fluffy reads for me, Mm -hmm. like a good fluff book. But her first two books, like I really enjoyed um, the whole idea of the, what the selection was like. I really liked that. Um, And you could tell that she actually thought it out had people help her you know critique the book to make it good this one that did not happen and I'm very disappointed in that
0: yeah I'm like did the editors read this book
1: I don't think so like I really I'm, I'm so glad I didn't buy this book I was tempted to purchase it because I have all of her other ones
0: oh okay, girl man. I know good on you I don't <laughs> Yeah, so um, I mean, all right. Sad. <laughs> well, that was the betrothed. <sighs> by Kiera Cass. Ooh. I. I'm so happy that I read. I read book two of There Will Come a Darkness. If you want to read a good fantasy, people read There Will Come a Darkness by Katie Rosepool. It is infinitely better than Kiera Cass's books, anyway. I read book two right after I read this one, and man, was that a palate cleanser! Oh, I was like, restore the faith in YA fantasy, woohoo! Because <laughs> I was, I was, I was a little worried. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's
1: what I need to do right now is I need to restore my faith in YA fantasy over here. What are you going to read next? Well, we're going to do our songs and.
0: Well, this one doesn't go live until Friday. So technically you have a week and a half. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to, feel like you have to cram it in.
1: Oh yeah, we'll have yeah. to think about it. Yeah, I'll have to think about. It. I might actually superpower read through Aurora Rising because I really want to read the second one. Hopefully, yeah, I times. finished that you one too. Read it. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, it was good. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was good. Those okay. books are good. You like plot driven, right?
1: I do. I mean,
0: yeah, because their books yeah. are incredibly. Did you read um, Illuminate? No, okay. I couldn't get to that one either, but um, but it's very plot driven, so I okay. liked it. I liked them a lot. So
1: yeah,
0: all, right. all right, all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for the betrothed. We, sorry, not sorry that we kind of poo pooed all over this book, but it it was just not a good book, and it's hard to say nice things about a book that's just not good. So thank you for sticking with us and uh, join us next, well, yeah, next week when we'll be reading the ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I have to like, cause it's such a long title. i have to like think about it uh, next mm-hmm. Friday. And until then we'll catch you in the next podcast.
1: Bye-bye.